This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Blue Wire. Young Gunner. Good job, it's your boy Ant Wright, your host of Michigan State of Mind. Crazy time still out here, dude. Make sure you are washing your hands, please. Wash your hands. Don't just sanitize. Wash them, dudes. Um, just, just stay safe, man. Stay safe. Uh, this thing will pass over at some point, and uh, you know we'll go back to having normal lives and all that fun stuff. In the meantime, uh, I'm still going to try to put out as much content as I can with what I have available. Uh, as you guys knew. Uh, those follow me on Twitter, uh, you guys, you know, there was some, you know, there was a new commitment to Michigan and, you know, people were, were, were uh, kind of up in arms. They're like, you know, why are you dogging? I'm like, I'm not dogging the kid at all whatsoever. Uh, just know that, uh, I, I really do not want to see, um, like I'm, you know, I do not want to see a 200 pound dude lining up on the goal line against the other team's like center. Like I like I do not or just in the gap. I just do not want to see that again. We got to get bigger up front. We meaning Michigan. Michigan has to get bigger up front. Um our offensive recruiting has been really really solid, man. I'm really I'm really proud of what they've been they've been doing. Uh defensively have to get better. Uh, in order to, to close any type of gap or in order to pull off any type of win against, you know, against our rivals, uh, got to get better up front, have to get a lot better, a lot better up front, um, have to be able to put pressure on QBs, uh, stop the run game and make teams pass. Um, and we've gotten shredded the last two years. And you see Clemson go out there and completely dominate, uh, not not completely dominate, but but Clemson has had their way with Ohio State, and uh, I think one of those main reasons is because they can keep them in check in a 
big part of that is they are they are they're big up front. They're nasty up front, and they put a lot of pressure on guys. Yes, yes, I understand that Clemson uh, they develop guys at a very very high level. Um, if you guys haven't done so, go to. I know you guys don't like this guy, but you've got to listen to this interview. Um, Michigan podcast host Steve Deese had Ari Wasserman on, and um, that opened up my eyes a lot in terms of in terms of recruiting and all that fun. If you if you haven't checked it out, you definitely should check that out. Um, and you know, try to try to look at things from the middle ground. You know, stop getting sensitive over what everybody's saying. Uh, but just take us take us take a step back and try to look at things from a neutral standpoint. Um, I truly believe that you will get much better sleep at night if you start to do that. You know, be a huge fan in the games, but just take off the maize and blue goggles sometimes and um, and listen to more sides of the equation. Sam Webb, Quinn, you know, Baumgartner. Hench, you know, all those guys do a fabulous job. They do an amazing job. But I really enjoy, I really enjoy reading and listening to other fan bases the way they look at Michigan and um, of what they believe is wrong. Because they can have, you know, sometimes it's kind of off base because they, they don't understand a lot of the intricacies that go into it. But sometimes it's pretty spot on. And what Ari Wasserman said was really, really spot on. I would definitely, if you have time, well, people have a lot of time right now. You guys should definitely check that out. Um, that was a really good interview. And he broke things down very, very well. A lot of fan myths out there that people think is going on and people are like, well, we recruit like this or this. It's, you know, looking at the outliers. If we have a guy, <coughs> if we have a guy who is, you know, uh, you know committing you know, eight or nine months before signing day, that's someone that you can get a month before signing day. I don't, I don't understand that. Um, but he sheds light on a lot of things, and it is really interesting to listen to. So if you have time, go in and check that out. For Michigan State, I feel like they are taking a Jawan Howard approach in terms of recruiting. They are going hard. Uh, I follow more Michigan State people than you know uh, most because I, I need to see what's going on. Um, follow a few Ohio State as well, too. And... Um, Michigan State is going really hard right now on the recruiting trail. I feel like every time I open up Twitter, I see two or three more offers coming down. And they're all pretty decent prospects. You know, they're a lot of a lot of four-star kids, and they're working, and they're going hard. And talking with Ethan Boyd a couple weeks ago, um, one of the things that he said unprompted was the energy from the staff is just way, just way different. And 
Uh, he can feel that. If he can feel that and if he feels comfortable to come out and say that unprompted or anything like that, um, I will not be shocked. I will not be shocked if Mel Tucker, I'm not saying he's he is going to catch up to you know, Jim right away. I'm not saying that. But within the next two or three years, granted, if he's still there, because he likes to bounce around a bit. If he's still there and he's been doing it for about two or three years, I will not be surprised um, if Tucker really starts stealing guys that Michigan wants. I will not be surprised. His energy, the way that he brings it in recruiting. This is coming from a Colorado 247 guy. This, is, this isn't really coming from me, but I'm kind of – Going by what he said and then what I'm seeing now, I mean, that's it. Like, that's it. Like, I am I am literally seeing it. Like, he brings recruiting every single day. He, he takes no days off, and he goes hard. And at some point, that hard work is, gonna, is going to pay off. So our guys, you know, we've got to, you know, keep the energy up, keep scouting and recruiting at a very, very high level. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit their website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE, that's one word, Bet Online, your online wagering experts. All right, so today joining me, I have Hode Rabino. He is the publisher over at DevilsDigest.com, an affiliate of Rivals and Yahoo Sports. Hode, thank you so much for joining me, man. No problem, Anthony. Thanks for having me out. Hey, anytime, anytime. So as you know, as you know, there's a bunch of drama going on right now. Um, Top 10 recruit 2020 class, Josh Christopher. Uh, We were supposed to talk, talk a few days ago, but he put out a top five, including USC, was that an, was that an April Fool's joke, or what are you hearing about that? Well, if you look at the timeline of uh, what happened uh, on Twitter, and I know sometimes it can be an exhausting chore uh, to do that. Uh, Nick Young, yes, uh, Swaggy P from uh, back in Los Angeles Lakers days, did uh, tweet at Nick Young at probably uh, at Josh Christopher saying, "Wow, how great would it, would it have?" Uh, and Nick Young obviously did play basketball at, at USC. And Josh Christopher basically just played along with that because when he released what Josh called the improved top five, he basically took out Kentucky and put on uh, and put USC on that tweet. Now, <laughs> anybody who follows Josh Christopher's recruitment knows that Kentucky has been out of the picture for a long time long time and and look it's not unusual for recruits especially of his stature 
to put out a top five where one or two schools don't have a snowball chance in hell of being the being the school is going to choose. So I'm not going to criticize Josh Christopher for that. I thought it was just kind of peculiar that a team that hasn't been in the picture for such a long time like Kentucky now gets eliminated and now it's USC instead of them. I have been talking to sources uh, concerning that quote-unquote development, which is why I didn't talk to you earlier in the week, because I just want to make sure that I was getting all my ducks in the row and being as educated as possible on the topic. And my opinion, talking to folks close to his recruitment, is that that USC uh, insertion, if you will, into the top five is really really much ado about nothing. Josh Christopher, uh, obviously a very highly coveted, true blue chip recruit is us having fun with the process. Uh, maybe some folks are going to have an easier time than others to, just, just to flow with it. But to me, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's all it is. I know in recruiting, especially these days, you never say never, but I would be floored if Josh Christopher ended up choosing USC over schools like Arizona State, like Michigan, who have been considered to be the front runners in his recruitment process for months and months now. Gotcha. Now, his brother is at Arizona State, right? That is correct. Now, he just finished his freshman or sophomore year? Freshman year in Tempe, yes. Okay. Now, did he get hurt quite a bit? Did he Was his playing time up and down? Was he a part of the rotation and then not? Or what was his deal in his first year? into the rotation, which which really is obviously no uh, you know indictment right. on him or some kind of a anomaly or, or or anything like that. So yeah, his lack of playing time was just going through those fre- you know freshman growing pains. But I don't know if I'm really answering one of your next questions. Was the tactical move for Arizona State to put Josh Josh's older brother Caleb Christopher on scholarship? Absolutely, it's definitely a move that they're hoping that's going to pay dividends. Maybe as early as a couple a, a couple a couple weeks from now, when Josh Christopher is expected to make his decision. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, do you think COVID nineteen changes things with his recruitment? That's a really interesting question, Anthony, because Arizona State kind of learned the hard way that COVID-19 can cause them to lose recruits that are much further away from Josh Christopher. And I'll just bring a a quick example, and maybe some of the folks listening to this podcast are already aware of this, but uh, Arizona State was looking really, really good with a top 40 center by the name of Cliff Omori. Uh, who, who, who lives in New Jersey? Now he immigrated from Nigeria, yeah. some you know, some four years ago. So he hasn't been born and raised in New Jersey, but nonetheless, he did pick R- Rutgers over ASU, and that yeah. was somewhat of a surprise if you looked at the recruiting process up until a week or two ago. Now, the funny thing is that when I talked to his, his mentor after his official visit to Arizona State, which was a win against uh, Oregon, one of the highlights by far of the Arizona State basketball season, uh, his mentor, when he talked about the distance factor, said, look, uh, you know, Cliff is somebody that wasn't born and raised in New Jersey. He, he came over here from Nigeria. And now, so Arizona isn't, isn't that far in comparison. And he said, you know, we, we flew right after the Oregon game on a red-eye flight. 
it took us only three and a half hours to get home, so that was very surprising. So here we have here we have the most influential people. Uh, I'm sorry, one of the one of the most influential persons in his recruiting process downplay the distance factor altogether. Fast forward to uh, the, the, to the other day when Omori commits to, to Rutgers, and he said. Well, you know, the big difference, I think, in this recruitment process right now was a coronavirus. Once it hit, it really gave him a real meaning of what distance really is. Gotcha. So, uh, and, and I know there's a whole debate right now among recruiting experts, you know, will the coronavirus really give the edge to the hometown schools? Now, Arizona State isn't a true hometown school for Josh Christopher, but obviously, you know, the uh, LA to Tempe is a, is a, is a short five, uh, five and a half hour car ride, so... It is really close in comparison on a one-hour plane ride if you go that route. Um, yes, UCLA is somebody that has been on Josh, Josh Christopher's list uh, for, for quite a while, but again, I would not put them at the same level as a uh, as a viable suitor compared to Arizona State and, and Michigan. And you also have, obviously, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, his older brother playing over here. Josh Christopher is most likely a one a one and done. So I think of that sense of being close to home, being close to family, is something that might end up helping Arizona State's chances with with Josh Christopher. Now, will he or his camp come out come out loud and say yes? This is a reason why why he chose Arizona State. I don't know because with Cliff Omori, some people do doubt the significance or the weight of the coronavirus and the ultimate decision. So I'm curious to see how much that does or, or does or does not help Arizona State with Josh Christopher. It does make his decision, but again, there's no doubt that the coronavirus pandemic has and will change the recruiting uh, picture for, for a lot of recruits, no matter if they're highly regarded or just uh, under-the-radar ones. The time will tell if that's going to be the case with Josh Christopher. I definitely would not dismiss it, but also wouldn't call it a shoo-in factor in his ultimate decision. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, if we look at... If we're just looking at, you know... Just looking at crystal, crystal, crystal balls, right? So over on two four seven sports, um, the last crystal ball that he, he got doesn't really mean that much, but it's one hundred percent Michigan on two four seven sports. When I go over to rivals, um, Michigan crystal ball came in for him mid March, and um, scrolling through, <laughs> and then. I, I see that you still got the crystal ball from like 2019, right? Was it 2019? Yeah, that, yeah that, that, that is correct. But I mean, but, but full disclosure, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to sources close as recruitment uh, all the time, and this isn't uh, some wishful thinking uh, on, on my end or or, or or anything like that. And look, I mean, you know, fun, you know fun, funny thing about uh, about Michigan, and I, and I don't know which Michigan uh, site uh, was the one that actually published uh this report so i'm not gonna you know just throw site names out there right but um they were at one point really really definitive and i forget if it was just a tweet or a full-blown front-page story uh saying that uh that josh christopher's camp has been on board with michigan and that's it it's a done deal it's just a matter of, of when not if and that josh christopher's camp 
was so upset with that report that they did contact the author of that. Again, I, I don't know if it was a tweet or a front page story, but they contacted the author and said, hey, you, you need to take that down because nobody from our camp ever talked to you and put it out there that he that that, that, that he's that he's definitely choosing Michigan or, or any or anything to the like, and and, and they did take it down. So, um, look, I mean, I, I'm really gonna you know sound as unbiased as possible over here, or at sure. least try to. But I just feel that there has been some kind of um, zealousy, if that's the word, from uh, from folks who cover Michigan basketball. I'm not saying all of them, but at least some of them. That Josh Christopher has been uh, etched in stone to, to, to commit to Michigan, not for weeks now, but but for months. 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 And it's been about three months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and again, and again, I mean, all I can tell you that that I'm not just because you know I live you know less than 20 miles away from the Arizona State campus. That's not the reason why I believe what I believe. I have been really keeping my finger on the pulse on the recruitment quite a bit. There's a lot of factors that that, that are. Uh, uh, going right now, now is in a Saints fa- favor. Some, some are very noticeable and uh, and and transparent. In some of them, not, not, some of the, some of them not, not so much. But uh, I don't, I don't think that he is the shoe in for Michigan, like you know, like like a lot of folks claim he is. If he ends up going to Michigan and proving wrong, fine, so be it. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm wrong. But again, uh, even though my prediction is from 2019 it's uh something that i have no problem updating down the road if it does change and again right right here right now on saturday april 4th i'm not hearing anything that tells me that michigan is, is a prohibitive favorite to land josh christopher gotcha see that's why i got you on here because <laughs> because <laughs> i love i i love what our guys do um the sam webbs nick Baumgartner. i mentioned them earlier uh before the the uh, little commercial break, but you know Nick Barner, Quinn, Webb, Hench, holy, man, they all they do such they do such a fabulous job, but but like you can't stick your head into this maize and blue tunnel and just expect things to be uh, impartial, you know what I mean. So that's why I like bringing you on. That's why I like talking to other fan bases. Like when the thing happened with Michigan State and Mel Tucker, I talked to someone over at 247 who works with Colorado right away to say, hey, look, who is this guy? What should we expect? Um, but I do appreciate you coming on. Um, and I know exactly what story you're talking about. I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention it, but 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 it's real funny because right around that time that that story was published, you saw crystal balls start being thrown at that thing like crazy. Exactly. So and again, and you know, maybe you and I could talk off the air. You know, who exactly you know wrote that when when and where? But again, I I know for a fact that the Josh Christopher camp was so upset with that report, felt that it was definitely mischaracterizing the situation, putting the cart way in front of the horse, that that author had to had to actually take down that story or, or, take, or, 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 or take down that report. So, um, 
again, you know, that's uh, sometimes uh, that's uh, one of the byproducts of recruiting, especially when you deal with a true blue blue chipper as as uh, as Josh Christopher. Right. But uh, look, I mean, I'm aware of a narrative. I know people that was on the state are aware of the narrative, and uh, again, the folks that I, that I talk that I talk to that, that closest recruitment are just not repeating that same narrative that that's really out there in terms of the prediction for Josh Christopher. Again, if I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong, and I'll, I'll be the first and I and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that. But I just don't feel that he's a heavy lean towards Michigan, but absolutely Michigan and Arizona State, in my opinion have been and still are his final two. They really have been, I think, his, his final two for a long, long time, right. even though it may not be as transparent when you see those tweets, especially when he puts now USC in his top five. <laughs> right, all right, all right, right. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. So you think that he'll – because I know signing day is on the, on the 15th. Um, yeah. Do you – I've heard, you know, m- you know rumors, of course – but people have brought up April thirteenth a lot because it's his dad's birthday, or exactly. something like that. Exactly, and I think even an AC fan asked him the other day on Twitter, "So you're committing this month?" And he said, "Most likely, yes." And I know Josh Christopher. Again, if you're going back to just uh, some tweets that uh, you know have caused a big stir among fan bases, he said uh, a few. Uh, I think it was two, 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 three weeks now. I mean, again with the coronavirus, you kind of lose sense of time what week or what day it is. But it seemed like it was, a, it, it was two, three weeks ago that he made it sound like that he actually make, will make a commitment uh, this weekend, and, and this weekend being uh, one of the last weekends in March that obviously came and went, uh, didn't happen. So yes, April 13th has been circled uh, for quite a while for the exact uh, reason that you mentioned, his, his, his dad's birthday, and his dad's definitely a big factor uh, in, in his recruitment. I think it's really interesting not to go off on a small tangent over here that even though the dead period in recruiting has now been extended until May 31st, and, and I think most of us think that it's probably going to be even pushed back even more with, 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 this, with this pandemic, but if Josh Christopher um, does end up committing on April 13th, then he can actually just sign two days later and this whole, uh, I'm, I don't know if I want to call it saga, but this whole... Uh, you know, it's a saga. Uh, it's a saga. Yeah. Call it what it is. It's a, yeah, it's a okay. saga. It's a yeah, saga. But, 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 but can just put to rest like, okay, this is Josh Christopher who, who, who he chose. But I thought it was really interesting that the signing days were uh, kept uh, kept intact. And um, look, Josh Christopher, obviously, just like any other recruit out there in football or basketball, hasn't been able to visit any schools for uh, almost a month now. But Josh Christopher, somebody has been on Arizona State campus quite a bit. Now, you mentioned, yes, he's there to see his brother, but also his brother hasn't been getting a lot, a lot of playing time, just, you know, having a hard time uh, making the rotation. But I'm just thinking that, look, as much as Josh Christopher is there to support his brother, uh, but, you know, he, he's out there hanging with ASU teammate, with, with, with ASU possible future teammates quite a bit. Gotcha. And if he was really not that high at Arizona State, not seeing not seeing himself at all at Arizona State. Which he wouldn't again, be around. Some, he of, the narr- around. some, of, the, some of the narrative uh, is, is out there to, to suggest that. I just don't, I just don't see him coming to Tempe uh, to, uh, to, 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 watch him, to watch his brother, who, you know, wasn't playing that much, you know, almost weekend after weekend. Again, that goes back to my earlier point that just making that one-hour plane ride and actually saw him in the airport uh, one time, 
uh, make, making that one-hour plane ride from, from Los Angeles uh, to, to, to Phoenix. Uh, the campus of Arizona State, as some people may know, it's less than a, it's less than a 10 minute ride from, uh, from from Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. It's just really, really easy for him to just to go just to go in and out of Tempe and just to hang around that much uh, with the ASU players, with with obviously head coach Bobby Hurley and, and his staff. I think that all all of that. Uh, is something that has a good chance of looking back at it and said, yeah, you know, the seeds have been planted time and, and time again. And by the way, it's not only Josh Christopher, it's his mom, it's, it's, it's his dad. It really is a family affair over there. And look, I mean, the fact that Josh Christopher is going to get to play together with his brother at the collegiate level, or at least have the potential to do that, especially for a one-and-done player like Josh Christopher, I think that's just another strong element that does work in a, work work in Arizona State's favor. You know, his family doesn't have to worry about splitting their time between, uh, you know, the Tempe and Ann Arbor or Tempe and and, 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 and whatever other school that Josh Christopher may, uh, may, may come from left field and choose that they, could, that they can basically see both brothers play together on the same team probably, probably just for Joe for just one year. So I think that's another element that does help Arizona State in the uh, very... Uh, I can definitely see that. Um, I can, I can, I can also see him wanting to leave from home to maybe prepare himself for the NBA. Cause not every NBA team is within five hours away driving. You know what I mean? So, you know, maybe it's like, Hey, you'll be, you'll, you know, still be able to, you know, uh, you'll, you know, you know, see me, you know, when my games are, um, you know, his games are going to, every single game is going to be on national TV, whether, whether it's on the Big Ten Network, CBS, ESPN, Fox. Um, but him being able to still be in college, almost like purgatory, you're just chilling before you get to where you need to be. Just to prepare yourself maybe one more step by taking your, by being away from family. Um, but I can see it either way for sure, man, for sure. Um, a buddy of mine who coaches on the, uh, EYBL ever since last summer, he's been yelling at me and saying that, you know, Christopher is going to stay out West. He's, he's, he's going to, he's going to stay out West. And last month he hit me up and he was like, I don't know what Juwan did, but I heard he's like, you know, like top two or three now. (laughs) So it's, um, it's it's going to be interesting and um either way either way i think this this gave michigan michigan basketball fans an opportunity to see how how it is sometimes recruiting some of these very high level players you don't see this type of stuff with you know number 40 50 players in the country usually when you hit that top 10 top 15 you're dealing with a lot more than just that player you're dealing with that player's friends family coaches from all levels um it's uh it's a much it's a much different type of recruitment for sure yeah but absolutely and, and i know i know there's some kind of narrative out there that uh that, that maybe Michigan has a, a playing style that's more appealing than Arizona State. Anybody that watched Arizona State's games know that, knows that Bobby Hurley absolutely believes 
in uh, in, in the up tempo style of play, just as much as Javon Howard does uh, with the with the Wolverines and Ann Arbor. So I really don't think that uh, that, that that's an aspect that's like, that I see thrown out there a lot. But my only reply to that, okay, you know, just watch two three games of Arizona State from from, from this past season, or really ever since Bobby Hurley arrived in arrived in Tempe. And you'll see that uh, that pace of play is is not going to be an issue at, at at all for Josh Christopher. And there was some major news concerning Arizona State, which again I don't know if your listeners are aware of it or not, but their starting point guard Remy Martin was actually a first team All Pac-12 selection this past season. Yeah, did did declare for the NBA. His tweet uh, was very definitive in its narrative, making it sound like that he's not coming back to Arizona State. But um, I, I went on record saying that uh, I think that's very, very much—that's that, that, very, very much up in the air. Uh, and again, I think that him coming back to Arizona State after not getting the uh, NBA draft projection he's looking for is, is definitely a real, real possibility. And obviously, with the pandemic, I mean, you know, who knows when we know if and when the, the NBA. Well, I, I guess they may draft. Will, will take place, but when it will take place is, is a big, is a big, big question mark. Are they going to have that uh, in, in, in NBA combine, so to speak, uh, for prospects? Uh, that's a, that's something that's also up in the air too. But uh, but Remy Martin is is definitely a point guard that, on the one hand, if he is an Arizona State team, uh, is definitely a dream point guard for any skill skill for score like like a Josh Christopher. But let's say Remy Martin doesn't come back to Arizona State, which again I think is somewhat unlikely. But the, let's just play along with that scenario. That means that Josh Christopher gets to be even that much more of a of a focal point of the team. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend to know Michigan's roster roster makeup. If Josh Christopher went over there, uh, would he would he really be the man, so to speak, over there on on on, on the squad? But I know if Randy Martin uh, is indeed gone for Arizona State, did indeed play his last game for the Sun Devils. Uh, I think that helps Josh Christopher quite a bit. That just being the uh, predominant player, bar none, uh, on this Arizona State team, even though Arizona State already has one five-star prospect uh, sign, uh, Marcus uh, Mar- 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 Marcus Bagley, the younger brother of Marvin Bagley, mm-hmm. who probably plays in the NBA uh, for the Sacramento Kings, was a one-and-done uh, in Duke uh, a few years ago. So uh, I think there's definitely uh, the, the style of play that Josh Christopher is looking for, uh, the star power that Josh Christopher is looking for. I mean, yes, he'll be a predominant player in, Tem- in Tempe if he came here, but he's not going to be expected to do everything and anything because he have another stud five-star prospect in Marcus Bagley on, 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 on the same court with you. So um, I think there's definitely... Those, those, I'm sorry, are also some factors that do uh, that, that, that do help Arizona State, Arizona State's uh, case right now. And Arizona State, uh, a couple of years ago, you know, uh, we really we nicknamed Guard U. Um, they had uh, three, three, three senior guards plus Randy Martin, who back then was a freshman, and uh, they played an absolute uh, up, up and down, up and down style. Uh, Three-point shooting galore. And it's a team that ended up making that making the NCAA tournament. So I think Josh Christopher knows. Uh, and again, I don't want to put Joanna Howard into the boxes because he wasn't a guard, but uh, but rather a front court player. But uh, but I think as far as a a free a freestyling uh, scheme uh, that 
is uh, directed by arguably the best college basketball point guard uh, to, to ever play the game. I think that's a factor that can definitely, uh, that, that has been appealing to Josh Christopher and definitely uh, could be one of the significant factors in, in, in the decision down the road. And make no mistake about it, uh, Bobby Hurley, I'm sure, is mentioning it to Josh Christopher every, every time they, they talk on the phone or see each other in person. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Big fan of Remy Martin's game. Yeah. Huge fan. I love his hair. Just flying all over the place. He comes down. He smacks a three. Comes down. <laughs> has he hits a dime. He's a great player. A lot, a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun yeah. to watch. Um, you guys had a kid this year from super random, but a kid this year came off the bench from Chicago and had almost 50, right? Somebody that's, that played at, 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 at uh, Morley uh, Community College, so maybe some folks uh, uh, that have seen this podcast are, are, are familiar with it. Uh, it's over there, over there in the Midwest, and he, he was an absolute stud. In, in, uh, he played where at Mott M O T T. No, at is the name of the name of the community college. Morley, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Absolute stud uh, in, 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 the, in the JC ranks, and uh, he, he came to Arizona State and really had a hard time uh, acclimating. I think playing together with Harry Martin, just making that jump from uh, from junior college to uh, playing at a, at a high major conference. But once he hit his stride and once he hit that niche of being an absolute uh, deft player player off the bench, I mean, I I think that him winning the sixth man of the year, the Pac-12, was probably one of the easiest decisions college coaches <laughs> had to make when they filled out that ballot. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. Um, Hode Rabino, thank you so much for coming on. DevilsDigest.com, publisher, Rivals and Yahoo Sports affiliate. Thank you so much, Hode. Um We'll see in the in the uh, upcoming days what happens with uh, Christopher and de- depending on where he chooses, I'm gonna have a much better understanding of why he of why he of why he did so, what was going through his mind and his camp's mind as well too. Okay, thanks for having me, Anthony. Not a problem, Ho. Talk to you soon, man. Okay, bye. Hode Rabino. DevilsDigest.com publisher. Um, he's over at Rivals and Yahoo Sports. Thank you guys for listening in. I really appreciate that. Uh, as y'all know, the merch is out. Go to my pinned tweet and see what you like. Um, if there's something that you do like on one and like on another, but they're not combined, let me know and I will try to um, get something out to you that uh, that you know fits your flavor, however you want to put it. But Thank you guys for listening in, though, man. I will talk to you all soon.